Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Good morning. What better way to start the day be today's change? I am your host, Charles Von Gaston. Now, I am very excited because I have another phenomenal message for you on today. Um, I, ha I have a great guest on one of um, one of my closest friends at my time at, at, at Baldwin Wallace. Um, and now, to be honest with you, this um, this guest is is a little um, is a little unique in the sense that um, that that I mean, like just in terms of like her experience, she has a lot of great um, advice to offer and 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 really just a, a very inspirational um, message to give based of her her experience. So, without further ado, I would like to introduce and welcome Mira to the episode. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. Alrighty, I'm I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> um, but so um, this is is really just a part two off of the last episode. Um, so if for you know for the people that listened to the last episode, and um, we were really talking about how to effectively set and and hit goals. Um, and so the reason why I brought Mira on for this particular topic is because she, in my opinion, has a lot of experience, um, you know, in her, you know, just within like the time that I've known her at Baldwin Wallace has a lot of experience in this topic um, because she's always been, you know, on top of everything that she needed to be. Um, and, and to be com completely honest with you, there's a lot of people who, if they were in her shoes, they wouldn't be at the level that she's at because they would have gave up. Um, and, and I think that that's something very special. And I think that um, she has a lot of great knowledge and, and a lot of great advice to give off of that topic. Um, so before I move any forward and, and really ask any questions, I'll let Mira kind of introduce herself and, you know, say who she is. Sure. So, yes, I am a senior at BW. And I'll be graduating in less than a month now. And I'm congratulations. Thank you. I'm happy to be walking with you. Glad you'll be at the ceremony as well. Shout out to the class of 2020. <laughs> we love it. Um, but yeah, it's exciting. I am getting a bachelor's of music with a major in music therapy. Um, I'll plug that real quick. So music therapy. It's a growing field. Um, basically, music therapists that are board certified work with clients and use therapeutic techniques through music to help them reach their goals, whether it's non-musical goals or musical goals. Um, you can work with lots of populations, whether it's people with intellectual disabilities, physical disabilities, um, the possibilities are endless, and I'm really excited to be in this career and hopefully impacting a lot of people with this with this tool. It really is such a great tool, and I'm glad I can share the word because um, we need a lot of advocacy for it, but it's really, really great, and you should check it out. Um, so now that I've gave that spiel, um, I think what... C was talking about um, when he says a lot of people wouldn't be here. So the way music therapy works is you need to get your degree from a conservatory of music. And I came to BW as 
an undecided major. Um, there's the liberal arts program and then there's the conservatory of music and they're two completely separate entities. And so you have to audition to get in beforehand. And so I auditioned my freshman year as I was undecided and I didn't get in come February when I got the email back and I was pretty devastated. I had found out about the major. I thought it was perfect for me. I love music and I want to help people. So, you know, what better career for me? And they said, no, you know, I nailed the interview portion, but my musicality wasn't there. I didn't put in the work. I thought I did, but now looking back, I just, I straight up wasn't prepared. <laughs> um, and I was able to redeem myself. Um, come fall semester of sophomore year, I got vocal lessons. I got my foot in the door with some professors. I networked, I practiced, practiced, practiced. And in November, I auditioned again. And here we are. I made it into the program. I was able to declare my major. And yeah, everything has kind of just rolled out from there. And yeah, where else should we go with that? <laughs> That's that's what's up. So, um, to be honest with 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 everybody listening, um, she's not a person to really like brag or boast about herself. So I'm gonna help her do it a little bit for this episode. <laughs> Thanks. So how how many people um were in the program in comparison to how many people are left in your senior year? So yeah, freshman year, not including me because I wasn't part of the program. There was 13 people. And then when I declared my major, there was 14. And the program's rigorous, man. <laughs> like, we we are down to three. And wow. one of those three, um, a lot of people, they don't stay on the bus sophomore and junior year. And it's unfortunate, but um, yeah, there's three of us and we're holding strong. And I think we represent it well. And I love us three, so yeah. So really, the reason why I brought that up is because, um, you know, throughout this entire season, I've been kind of really trying to push this um, this idea that whatever you want to do, as long as you're passionate about it, nobody can stop you from doing that. And so I think that is is so very inspirational um, that, you know, there were literally 13 people they started in the program before you even before you were even accepted once you were accepted it was 14 and now there's three and you're one of the three like literally of of the 13 there's only two left like so of so so pretty much think about it like the people that that do all the admitting that that you know that does ever every you know um every interview all that type of stuff they gave 11 people a chance before they gave you one and all 11 of them failed like that that's crazy like i mean that's that's wild to really think about um but um but you i mean honestly like it, i i just think that that's like very empowering because a lot of people would have gave up when they heard the first no um and 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 really that's 
I mean, that's that's one of the main reasons why I brought you on for this episode. That's not the only reason, but that's one of the main reasons. Um, I just think that that story is very uplifting and a lot of people can grow from it um, because often we're, we're being told no. You know, we're, we're being told that we're not good enough for this position or, um, you know, there, there was a, a better candidate or, you know, whatever the case may be. And I think that um, people need to see an example of somebody who, um, you know, who was told no and then took that and, and really, you know, progressed. You said you got the lessons and, and you really grew. And now that you're in this position, you see that you weren't prepared. I think that the main lesson about that is the fact that you are mature enough to say I wasn't prepared because a lot of people will always say it was it was them. They had something against me, you know, instead of taking a responsibility on them and saying, listen, I'm, I, I wasn't prepared for that moment. Yeah. And I also just want to say, like beforehand um my background i come from a very very small town like i graduated with 64 kids so compared to all that in the small town i was always a standout i was always in the local newspaper i was always everything came natural to me you know didn't have to work hard for anything and i just want to take a minute to acknowledge my privilege when it comes to that um you know being who i am just a straight white woman like there's a ton of privilege with that and i didn't have to work for anything and i applied to one school because i knew i would get in and i was very confident with that um so getting a no from the program from the conservatory really took a toll on it took a toll on my self-esteem because i was like oh for the first time in my life, I'm not good enough, but then you need to have, you need to be checked. And that's exactly what I did. I checked myself and I knew better for next time the situation occurred that I would, I would effectively set and hit my goals as this episode is all about. Um, so yeah, I'll go in, I'll just get into setting goals. So I was thinking about what I do and I came up with this thing called the ABCs because I like to keep my goal setting achievable, believable, and I have to be committed to them. Mm -hmm. Those are the three main things that I like to think of. So achievable goal setting, I like to keep them realistic um, I'm a huge baby step person. Um, the little things matter in life. And even if it's just me emailing that one professor, that's a baby step and it can lead to a whole slew of outcomes. But so yeah, achievable goals and then believable goals. <laughs> I'm laughing because <laughs> if you know me, you know, I'm a notorious pessimist. <laughs> So believable goals, you need to be optimistic about them, which is something I'm really working towards. Um, and just setting goals in positive terms. Um, and that's huge and I'm still working on it. And then being committed, you just need to put in the work. And I know that's easier said than done, but wake up in the morning, write in a journal, do your affirmations, do your goals do your 
um, aspirations and do that every single day. And when you're making these lists, when you're writing it down and you're committed to making them happen, they will happen. Yeah. I agree with that. And I think that um, one of the, the very unique things that I think uh, about your major is that you have to be very selfless um, in order to, to really succeed at it. Um, you honestly have to have a true passion for it, um, mainly because, you know, it, it's not like, I mean, um, you know, I, I really like, you know, I kind of relate it to like, you know, somebody that's in the medical field. You know, you don't go into the medical field just because you you want the pay, because as soon as you, you know, really get into it, I mean, is the pay really worth it? You know what I mean? Like, you really have to have a, a, a true passion for it. Um, and, and honestly, like a true love and, um, you know, a want to help people. And so I think that, um, honestly, like, aside from that, like, I mean, just having, you know, how you said the ABCs like that, like that whole system in general is amazing. Um, I think that, one of the key things in that is um, the be believable that it has to be believable to and only to you. You know what I mean? Because like so many people would doubt you, like how many of, of those 11 that, that aren't around now looked at you when you applied and when you interviewed and were like, Oh, she can't do it. Oh, so many of them. <laughs> Very openly, too, might I Yeah, so, I mean, that that believable aspect, it literally only has to, it, it literally only has to come through you. Yeah, um, and I use the same method, I realized, when I'm working with my clients. Like, as a clinician, we are setting goals and objectives for the people we work with, with our clients, and a lot of times you would measure their success by their breakthroughs, um, which I have had, I'm so lucky to have experienced a lot of client breakthroughs in my four um, semesters of clinical work and practicum, but it's also just as rewarding when you set those goals for your client of maybe, oh, what, what has it? Maybe two positive self-statements about you know, during the 30 minute session, if they can say something positive about themselves two times, that's an achievable goal. And that's incredible. Maybe they haven't said something positive about themselves in a week since you saw them last. And when, when I show up with my guitar and all of my percussion instruments looking like a fool, um, I want to be the bright, brightness, the bright time of their day. Like I want them to only be happy when I'm with them. And the little steps, man, just the little goals, when you hit them, you need to celebrate them. That's one of the things that get me through when I do hit my goals, whether it's doing the laundry for the first time in three weeks or getting a bomb-ass internship in LA like you need to celebrate everything from the small and the large and I think that's so so important and it's refreshing after you hit a goal celebrate whether it's getting ice cream or whether it's 
calling someone that's in your corner that will make you feel good and affirm everything and appreciate you like it's just so important i agree and and hold on you just tried to like slide something in oh an internship (laughs) where an internship where (laughs) who me going to california going to la for seven months what wow Wow. (laughs) that's that's amazing Thank um, you. Wouldn't have I mean, been without you in my what, corner. What was that? Wouldn't have been there without you in my corner for hyping me up before my interview. I mean, honestly, like, um, I like you said, it it all comes down to, um, you know, you you have to set goals that are achievable, you know, but at the same time any goal is achievable once that element of believing it comes into play. You know what I mean? And, um, um, and, and I think that, you know, for me right now, maybe I do have, have very large goals, but at the same time, I know that I'm not going to hit that goal tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah, I, 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 yeah like I, I have different goals for different um, time frames of, of, you know, of the year of, my career of my yeah, life sure, you know sure so um so i mean every everything is achievable once you believe it and so um i, I think that that that's that's amazing that's phenomenal um i mean honestly like i i just had had diamond on for the episode that she was talking about her um, yeah i love her let me just let me just say i love her we like all the people that we're talking to from BW. So like, for those that don't know, like Charlevon was my RA, and then I became an RA, and then I was Diamond's RA, and she became an RA. Like, we, it's it's just one one good support system and positivity. We love it. We love to see it. <laughs> I agree. I just I think that. Um... On the episode with her, she was talking a little bit about her her internship and how literally like the day of she almost didn't even submit her application because she um had like, you know, doubt. Oh, same. You know, that she would get it. <laughs> yeah. This internship that I got an offer for and accepted. Um, the deadline was actually sometime in March. But I had reached out to them and emailed them saying, hey, I saw you have new times available. And this was on a Monday. And she replied, she said, give your application back to me with all your references and with everything by Friday and maybe we'll consider you. (laughs) And yeah, I made it happen. And here we are. I'm going to L.A. for this internship. Um, So last question that I have for you. Um, really, you know, in your experience, I know you came into BW, like you said, undecided, and you set the goal once you really found out what it was that you wanted to go into music therapy. And, mm-hmm. you know, you had the goal in mind of of getting into the conservatory and things like that. And so, yeah, let's say speaking for the, you know, kind of giving advice to the person right now who maybe they have a goal of, of you know, accomplishing something great and, and they were told no, you know, what, what kind of advice would you give them? And, and really, um, you know, how do you uh, attack your goal differently the second time around once you're told no? 
Well, first, I think you can, you can sit in it, you know, you can be sad. You're allowed to have any feelings regarding the no. Um, all your feelings are valid. So I don't know, I'm a bit big advocate for mental health. So like, definitely just take as much time as you need. But then when you're ready, you know, wake up the next day, get your crap together. Um, for me, what I had to do is I had to talk to people that I knew cared about me. Um, I had to talk to you, I had to talk to my boyfriend, to my parents, to my friends, and really determine what was important and everything else that stood in the way, they're gone. <laughs> mm -hmm. you, you're so much more driven the next time because there's Bentley. <laughs> you're so much more driven the next time because I, I don't know, you get your, your hopes up, you're invo you're invested. And so, yeah, you know, sit in it for a minute, feel your feelings, talk to people, um, figure out your priorities, um, figure out your values, because maybe you don't want to go for it again. Maybe you realize, hey, this isn't where I'm supposed to be. So prioritize, find your values, and then set up an action plan to get it done. You know, what action plan is networking, whether it's, I don't know, if your goal, I don't know, um, networking or just maybe getting a new suit for the interview next time or practicing how your interview, you need to practice everything to get better. So why not practice with a friend or whatever it may be in that situation. And lastly, um, just enjoy where you're at because that'll make you appreciate it more and appreciate your goal. If you're enjoying what you're doing, once you get to the peak, once you get to the mountaintop of this hill that you've been climbing for so long, you're gonna, it's gonna be so sweet and you're gonna appreciate it that much more. So enjoy where you're at, no matter the process and just have faith in yourself. I, in my journey, I've only ever just had faith in myself and believed in myself, even when I thought I didn't because of low self-esteem or low confidence or what have it, deep down, you're like, oh, I can do this. I know I can accomplish this. So yeah, that's my tip of advice. Pretty wordy, but here we go. I, I, I really like that. I think, um, you know, I was kind of thinking and, and, and I do want to, to kind of, you know, rephrase or, or really not send off the wrong message here. For the 11 that, that did, you know, they, they kind of dropped off. If any one of them are listening, like no disrespect to you at all. Um, like you said, maybe you found out it wasn't for you. And I think that that's very important. You know, it's about following what you're passionate about. Um, but for the purpose of this episode, I mean, <laughs> you know, those 11 did just have to be an example because they were placed ahead of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, I mean, just, you know, honesty, like they, you know, they were accepted. They, people believed in them before they believed in you, you know? So, um, I think that alone is very special. So, um, not saying that any one of those 11 aren't, you know, wherever they're supposed to be right now in life. Cause yeah, everyone um, has their own path and you got to follow it. No yeah, matter yeah. what the timeline is even. 
Absolutely. Um, but but I, I I do I do really like what you said. Um, that advice. I think that that's very valuable. Um, that people have to understand that you know they have to enjoy where they're at, regardless what they're doing, whatever position they're in. Um, because you know, like if you don't, you know, you're just gonna. <laughs> I mean, how, like, it's, it's so hard to grow and it's so hard to keep doing what you're doing if you don't like it, you know? So, yeah. um, I mean, just have fun a- along the way. Um, but other than that, do you have anything else to add to the episode? I just want to shout you out. You know, you've been in my corner for the last four years. So I want to thank you for that. Um, and all the listeners, um, you found a really good person to take advice from. He's given me advice for a long time and will continue to do so. Um, yeah, look up music therapy if you've never heard of it. <laughs> Absolutely, and, and see how very important it is. It changes lives. So, um, so I found important. I found yeah. I found that out through you. So that's something that I gained through you. Um, and 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 likewise, I, I do want to say thank you because you've always been a supporter of mine and. Um, and honestly, like in, in terms of my my podcast and, and, and you know, like the work that I do, um, you've always like given me feedback and, and really helped progress, you know, help me progress in a lot of different ways. So I appreciate you for that. Um, but other than that, if you don't have anything else, that was all that we had for today. Um, so happy Rory Crush Wednesday. We are going to crush all of our goals. Um, we're going to have a phenomenal end of the week. Have a great weekend. We're going to start the week strong. And can't wait to hear from you all on next week. Happy Worry Crush Wednesday. Let's get it.